Welcome. My name is Victoria Heinkman, and thank you for listening to my podcast, Vedic Talks. In this podcast, I will go into exploring all aspects of daily life while looking at them through the Ayurvedic lens. You'll discover how we can use this beautiful ancient wisdom from India to bring balance into our life and how it can heal our body and mind. If you'd like to know more or join one of my workshops or trainings, please visit my website at victoriaheindman.org. So I'd like to talk today about, um, I'm seeing a lot of Ayurvedic students that are uh, posting on social media all kinds of Ayurvedic recipes and Ayurvedic, any all these Ayurvedic things, which is fantastic. And I'm so happy to see the enthusiasm and the amount of people that are starting to uh, see this beautiful system. Um, but what I would like to highlight, I saw this beautiful quote that somebody had posted on uh, social media, um, and it was a quote from Sadhguru where he spoke about life versus lifestyle. And this triggered a button or, or let's say sh- sh- it made me see some light there of the importance that um, to bring some light onto the f- what Ayurveda is bringing through about lifestyle and that we have to remember to not get stuck in lifestyle. And because when we discover Ayurveda and uh, we see, wow, I have a certain type of body, physical body, certain type of, of mental body, and certain foods are more uh, supportive of it than other foods, and then we see that certain lifestyles are more supportive, certain uh, times to sleep, times to, to rise, all these things, and we start, in a way, customizing our, our lifestyle, right, our, our daily life, because life is daily life. But I'd like to shine some light on also seeing that life is daily life, but life is not daily lifestyle. Because when we start styling it too much, on the one hand, it is very important. That's why uh, when I speak of things um, of life from Ayurvedic perspective, sometimes it comes across like, like a paradox of, on the one hand, this is really important, to create uh, a steady base, uh, anchored seat, anchored mind. And on the other hand, in the same breath, I can say, but at the same time, it's totally not important. Now, the reason for that is not just to bring confusion, although sometimes confusion is good because it makes us more awake to start looking for truth. Um, but it's more to see that we can get so attached to ways of, of doing things, to ways of being, to molding ourselves into a certain shape. And within that, even though at first we start doing these things to create more freedom and sense of lightness in being and sense of, of dropping these uh, identities, we can get caught in a new form of giving ourselves new shapes and new identities of, oh, I am a pitta, oh, I am a vata, oh, I am a kapha, or what Ayurveda says that you shouldn't eat this right now. And it can become a new way of creating new rules and new judgments and new um, restricting us and getting also hyper-obsessed with, quote-unquote, living Ayurvedically. So even though the intention is is beautiful, we have to also remember why we're doing it. 
like with everything in life. Why am I doing this? Right? Is it going to bring me more uh, uh, awakened consciousness? Is it is it helping me to live more wholesome and joyful and feeling connected? Or is it simply giving me uh, the illusion that I am more spiritually evolved than someone else? Or um, it's keeping my mind busy, distracting me from perhaps other things that are more more important for us to see. So when we look at the um, some of the Ayurvedic sutras, right? The the one of them is called the purpose of long life in Ayurveda. This is the sutra uh, number three from Vagvat. And when it's translated, in this in this case, I'm using the translation um, that we got at the Ayurvedic Institute from Dr. Ladd. Um, when we translate the purpose of long life in Ayurveda from uh, Sutra 3 from Vagbhat, it's translated into those desirous of long and healthy life, which is the means of achievement of dharma, artha, and sukha. So dharma of, of our, our, our life, our, our, you could say purpose, which is, gives it a very big mental thing at times. So I'll go into this later. And artha, which I gave a talk about, about our livelihood, how we earn our money. And sukha, so sukha of, of joy, of happiness, which is, um, all forms of happiness, right? Our, our essential pleasures. Um, but within that sukha is also, uh, liberation. Um, should give their utmost attention and apply themselves fully to the teachings of Ayurveda. Right? So when we discover Ayurveda, we, we plunge ourselves into it, giving our utmost attention to the teachings of Ayurveda. So at first we become very, uh, in, intensely devoted to the teachings of Ayurveda, which is awesome. And we want to maintain that throughout the rest of our life, that it is our guiding thread in life. However, it's also important to see that that thread runs in many different ways and it is there to to support us and not to give us these um, more blinders of only living this way, because then again, we're constricting ourselves. So when we look at sutra, another sutra from Charak, sutra one of the purpose of health and the four aims of life. Um, so right, the, even the first one that I read, the purpose of long life in Ayurveda, it's like the purpose of long life, like why do we want to live for a long time? Um, hopefully because we want to live with sukham, with joy and with liberation, that we can live uh, like a jiva mukti, jivan meaning uh, one who is embodied, a human being, and mukti coming from the word moksha of liberation. So so that while we are still with this body, while we still have this body, we can live awakened. So we can have this true joyful experience of having this body. So not only of, uh, through Ayurveda that we can lengthen the span of life, but especially what's the point of living long when we're miserable, right? Either physically suffering and especially mental suffering. But when we can uh, enhance the quality of life, so that it's both quality, not only quantity in the amount of, of uh, years, although uh, in the yogic text they would speak about that we're all born with a certain amount of breaths rather than a certain amount of years of time, 
because uh, the breaths also, that's why when we have calm uh, breathing, we will live longer because it means we have a relaxed nervous system and that our mind is feeling at ease, so free from dis-ease. Um, but going to the other sutra of the purpose of health and the four aims of life. So if we translate that one, this is the from Charak, the sutra one. Health is the best foundation for the four aims of human life. Dharma, Artha, Kama, and Moksha. So Dharma of how we live our life. So uh, that every... Everything we do in our life is spiritual, that there is no differentiation between our spiritual life and our human life, our householder life, that we're equally spiritual when we are uh, changing our baby's diaper, when we are doing the dishes, when we are cleaning the toilet, when we're sitting in meditation on our meditation pillow, that there's no difference of one thing being more spiritually important than the other. And that's why the beautiful word of bhakti, of devotion, uh, bhakti yoga, where we do everything in full devotion, including wiping our kids' butts, including uh, washing their dirty lunch boxes, right? That everything is in a beautiful space of, of devotion. Um, so dharma of, of how, how we walk our path, how we, uh, what our mind state is in everything that we do, how we think of life, how we think of others, how we think of ourselves, and that there is this heightened state of awareness that we can live in and live from. And that naturally will spill over into our artha of how we earn our money, that it comes from a clean place, from that we work for a company that has the right intention, not uh, destroying the environment and uh, has all the, the right um, priorities for for everybody, that we're all part of this global awakening, that we're all part of this uh, awakening of humanity, of healing, healing the environment, of healing each other, which goes all together in dharma and artha, and kama being our pleasure, of sensory pleasure. So when we see that kama is enjoying the senses, so enjoying beautiful food, enjoying beautiful things, enjoying beautiful lovemaking and deep intimacy, enjoying uh, our, our abhyanga of being touched, of uh, having loving touch, receiving loving touch to the skin. So all these things of, of beauty that we can really enjoy, uh, music and, and just all the senses that they can enjoy that we have these senses. Yet it doesn't stop there. It's like uh, we tend to then go into Dharma, Artha, Kama. But when we see that moksha is one of the, the big pillars of life to have this human experience, moksha of this liberation. So to awaken to this essence that we are, to awaken to the, the every now moment being, being timelessness and um, and this is such an intimate um, realization that is only between you and yourself, between you and and God. And so, and it can you can be in that space even if you're in a very loud room. It doesn't mean only when you're sitting on the meditation pillow thinking, "I am now meditating." It spills into every minute of of every day. So my point for, for saying this is to 
to remember also the bigger picture. So as you st- shape your dinacharya, your daily routine, your, your morning routine, your evening routine to make sure that you're pooping well, that you're eating well, that you're nourishing your, your body, mind and spirit with sattvic foods, with, with uh, things that maintain a harmonious mind and a healthy body where all the waste products can be released uh, smoothly, where we can enjoy deep nourishing sleep, um, having our menstruation cycle um, flowing. So taking care of all these things through all the beautiful Ayurvedic tools, but remembering that ultimately we're doing all of these things so that we can awaken because most of the time, not always, but most of the time we can awaken when we're feeling good in our skin. That because then we're not getting distracted by other forms of suffering, right? Dukkham, other forms of suffering, either physical or mental. So when we're, we're feeling more well lubricated and, and calm, then from that place, we have much more strength and clarity to go deeper within and clean out house, to clean out old, old emotional, um, traumas that are still trapped in our system. As Dr. Ladd, uh, would often say, our issues lie in our tissues. So it's like we're cleaning out house and that we can do that best when we have a calm and clear mind to see from a place of truth and clarity of what is there and what we still need to let go of. So, but that doesn't mean it can only happen then. Sometimes it's in great, um, times of, of turmoil that we can awaken, but However, it's, and that will be our own karma of how things will develop within us. But my main point is do the beautiful things that you're doing. Don't lose the enthusiasm for Ayurveda and continue, uh, doing all the beautiful uh, recipes and things that everyone is sharing. But please do remember why you're doing it. To remember also not only kama, not only enjoying your senses, because sometimes we can also get attached to that enjoyment, that we can get too attached to, uh, our, our supplements and our kitcheries and our abhyangas, our oil massage and our yoga practice and our pranayamas, but that we can love it and leave it. So we do these things, but they don't own us. And that way we, there is space for us to see beyond the physical pleasures, beyond the mental satisfactions. So it might sound like a paradox of, on the one hand, we need to be devoted to all this time and efforts to do our dinacharya, to do our Ayurvedic uh, routines, um, but that we that we don't become robotic in it, and that we remember why we're doing it. Because ultimately, every one of us, having taken birth, we're here with the the final destination, although then we're talking about time and space, but for the purpose of us all to awaken, right? And not just ourselves elbowing our ways to enlightenment, but for us all to awaken as we're all a part of this, this amazing tapestry of life. So look at, perhaps contemplate 
right? Contemplation means to, to just give space to, to quietly look at what that means to you. The words of life versus lifestyle. It's such a simple, simple sutra, <laughs> life versus lifestyle. But to me, it said so much when I, when I saw these words today. So I hope this will support you in, in expanding your consciousness a little bit more into looking at, at indeed why we're doing Ayurveda and why Ayurveda is here is so that we can have a strong, healthy physical and mental body so that we can then awaken to the essence that we are. So thank you for listening. Namaste. And hope to hear from you if you have any questions or other top topics you'd like to hear about. Thank you.